I'm going to look at two terms that get used interchangeably but mean two completely different things. There is some crossover, but they are two different and separate terms. And they are the terms health and the term fitness. And you hear people say, I'm fit, I'm healthy, and people think it means the same thing. But health and fitness have two different meanings. I'm going to cover those in the next two fitness episodes coming up in this two-part series. So today, we are going to look at the term health today and break that term down as to what it means and then look at it in a little bit more detail today and then in the next episode I'm going to then look at the term fitness and break down that term um, and see what fitness really means. So I'm really looking forward to this two-part series and I hope you are as well. If you're new around here welcome it's so great to have you on board. Um, If you're brand new please follow my podcast, rate and review it as well that would mean a lot and then also head into the description and click the link to my website where it has got all the information um, as to what reborn fitness is all about but welcome and it's so good to have you if you are a regular listener here welcome back it's so great to have you uh, on board again for another episode and i hope you've been well uh, and had a great week uh, this week Lastly, I've got some exciting news coming up. It's in the works. It's not quite ready yet, but I just wanted to make you aware of it um, about my Patreon page. So if you like what I do here at Reborn Fitness, whether it's the personal training aspect or whether it's the podcasting side, um, I'd love you to support what I do so I can continue to do it. So if you just feel inclined to donate any amount of money, I'm not putting any um figure on it, whatever you feel uh, you can give, or if you just wanted to leave a tip, Every now and again, just as a one-off, that would mean a lot. So the patron page is coming, um, and I'll release the waiting list in the next sort of couple of days or so. So keep an eye on my social media uh, for that when I do put that out there. But that's something really exciting. I'm looking forward to to getting out to you guys. If you're interested, then look out for the waiting list, which I will put out uh, probably in the next week or so. Um, but keep your eyes peeled uh, as I will keep you updated on my social media. Right, without further ado then, let's get involved and let's dive in and have a look at what the term health is here on the Reborn Fitness Podcast. Okay, welcome back. Health. If I said to you, define the term health, what would you say? If you've got a bit of paper or your phone, just write something down. What would you, what do you think the term health means? I'll just give you a few seconds just to jot a few points down and it'll be interesting to see uh, you can compare what your definition is to the definition that I give in a second. So what is health to you? What does it mean? Just write some bullet points down as we go and then we can compare from there. But I looked up and the World Health Organization describes health as a state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. I'll read that one more time and this is from the World Health Organization. They quote that health is a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So already Health has been split into these three 
categories are physical health, our mental health and our social health. Which is interesting. Some of you might have known that from uh, doing GCSE PE uh, or, or other things like that. But if you're new to it, there is three parts. So other terms as well that get thrown around that you might want to know the definition of is a healthy, active lifestyle. What does that mean, a healthy, active lifestyle? Well, a healthy, active lifestyle is a lifestyle which contributes positively to physical, mental and social well-being and includes regular exercise and physical activity. OK, I'll read that again. A healthy and active lifestyle contributes positively to the physical mental and social well-being and includes regular exercise and physical activity okay so that's what those mean there so we've got these three components though that make up our health and obviously mental health recently since covid has become such an important key importance for the government and for ourselves since lockdown our physical and mental and social health probably all took a hit during that period and we became more aware of the three aspects but I think before that we weren't really aware we were aware that our physical health needed and we obviously we might have been aware of our mental but definitely not us we ne never saw that our social lives was a type of health that we had to be socially healthy so these three things can be split um, into something called the health triangle okay so these three components can be put into a triangle so if you have time draw a triangle Okay, at the top of the triangle, you can put physical. At one side, you can put mental. And the other side, you can put social. Just do that now for me. Physical, mental, and social. Make it into a triangle. So let's have a look, have a look at the first one. Physical health. Okay, and this deals with your body's ability to function normally and how well it's operating. Okay, so we're talking about our insides, our muscles, our lungs, our kidneys, our liver, okay, all the different systems of the body. How well can your body function? Is it functioning normally? Are there some ailments? Do you have maybe some diseases or infirmity that you're dealing with? How physically healthy is your body and how well is it operating? Do you feel right now, if you rate yourself from 1 to 10, do you think you're operating physically at the optimum? Where are you? 10, 10 being the optimum and 1 being like really unwell. Where are you on that scale? Okay. Now, this includes your diet and nutrition. Okay. Getting enough physical activity, enough sleep as well to recharge for the next day. And sleep is really important. And that's something that I'd like to cover in one of the future episodes is episode on sleep and how vital it is. Um, to have enough sleep and the importance that plays uh, in your physical health as well. Because if you don't get enough sleep, then physical physical changes can't take place. We can't get rested and recover for the next day. And then we're going to wake up with an en energy deficiency for the next day and feel a little bit flat. So it's important that we're eating right because our bodies are like a sports car in a sense. If you put the wrong fuel in a sports car, it's not going to work at its optimum. But if you put the right fuel... It's going to run smoothly and it's exactly the same as our bodies. Our bodies are a fine-tuned machine that we need to not abuse and respect and treat correctly. So we eat the right foods so we can have the energy to be at our physical optimum, okay? Be physically optimal. 
okay? And other things along that can contribute to our physical health that you may not realise is our hygiene routines. How hygienic are we? Are we washing our hands all the time? Are we showering regularly? Are we washing our hair? Okay. Are we looking after our hygiene? Okay. Your teeth as well. Are we brushing our teeth properly? This all contributes towards your physical health. Okay. So that's physical health. All right. That's our physical health, our body. Okay. So just to recap, are we eating correctly? Are we sleeping right? What's our hygiene routines like? Are we brushing our teeth, washing our hair, showering enough? Okay. Are we sleeping enough? So that's our physical health. That's part one of our triangle. Two, which has become such an important part, is our mental health. Our mental health. And this focuses on our thoughts, feelings and emotions. Okay. So, for example, stress, anxiety, okay, and emotions such as anger are all encompassed under mental health. So, stress, anxiety, and anger are all under this bracket of mental health. And if we're mentally healthy, then we can have the ability to cope with stressful situations and problems, okay, that are a normal part of life. And I can do some more on this. If you enjoy this area, again, this is something that I can do a little bit more on stress anxiety things like that what it means because obviously there's different stresses okay there's our daily stresses okay and then then there, then there are our life changes okay which are our bigger stresses as well so that's something i can probably look at covering on a future episode uh, as well because it's really interesting actually so our mental health is all about being able to cope with the stresses of life okay being able to regulate our emotions uh, and then communicate them okay to uh, the right people that we feel safe with okay mental health is also always uh, also always is also about accepting who we are okay and being positive about who we are so our body image okay and being able to be aware of our thoughts feelings and behaviors okay so it's important that we're happy in our own skin are we happy with how we look are we happy with our personality? Okay. Are we aware of our thoughts and feelings and how we regulate those thoughts and feelings? Can we identify thoughts and feelings when they come into our head? Because this all contributes to our mental health and being mentally healthy. And being mentally healthy also and, and having an awareness of our mental health also enables us to learn and develop new skills. Okay. And then through the development of skills, behaviours and knowledge helps us to grow as an individual. Okay, so then we're learning about ourselves. And when we learn something new and we grasp a new com concept, it makes us feel good. It increases our self-confidence. Okay, and that's how it works. Okay, so they're all the things that help contribute to being mentally healthy. So just to recap, being aware of our thoughts and feelings and emotions, being able to cope and deal with stressful situations every day, okay, and being able to regulate those emotions so the stress doesn't overtake us and encompass us, but we can actually acknowledge it and then deal with it as well. But then it's import also important for us to be mentally healthy is to learn and develop new skills about ourselves, learn new things about ourselves, because through the act and sort of knowledge of learning and gaining knowledge, increases our self-confidence you know and our awareness and a self-perception of ourselves. it all increases and moves forward 
And then the last one is social health, which you're probably thinking, gosh, is that important? Yes, it is. A social life is important. It is important to have a social life. To be socially healthy is really important. And social health basically encompasses our relationships with others, okay, whether that's family, our friends, okay, our peers, our co-workers, our workers, our colleagues at work, okay, and social health measures the way a person reacts to people in their environment, okay, so social health measures the way a person reacts to people in their environment, we have people that are a little bit more confident than others, a little bit more outgoing, extroverts, introverts, and they're all okay, okay, but it's how we re- react and relate to our family, friends and peers or colleagues and co-workers, etc. Okay. And it also includes how they communicate. How we communicate to each other. How we care for one another. How we seek and lend support to one another. And then it's also the ability to make and keep relationships. These are all factors that link into is a person socially healthy. Okay. So how do they communicate? Are they an effective communicator? It's a skill you can develop and learn, which then links into improving mental health. Do they care for others? Are they empathic? Are they sympathetic? How do they seek and lend support? Do they just take or do they do both? Do they seek support but also lend it as well? And how do they make and then maintain those relationships? Are they good at making friends but they're not keeping them? Or can they keep and maintain relationships? And these relationships could happen anywhere. It could happen at home. So how are they able to seek and lend support at home? How do they care for others at their home? How do they care for others at school, at work or social gatherings? These are all different social environments. So that's our social health. It's all about how we interact with people at home, school, work or social gatherings. How do we communicate? How do we care for one another? How do we seek and lend support? These, All these factors link into maintaining the optimum level of social healthness or being socially healthy. Okay. So what happens when one side is, is not healthy? Maybe when we're struggling with our mental health or we're struggling with our physical health or we are struggling with our social health. What happens? When one side becomes neglected and weakened, for example, but that well, then you're actually at a risk, a higher risk of experiencing health issues in the other two states. So when one side's down, so if our physical health is down, then it's also going to impact our social health and our mental health. Or if our mental health is down, it's going to impact our physical health and our social health. Or if our social health is down, then our physical health and our mental health are going to suffer. So when one is out of joint, the other two components of the health triangle are also going to suffer as well so to ensure your health triangle doesn't become unbalanced we need to focus on improving all three aspects of health not just one or two we need to keep working on our physical health our mental health and our social health in a balanced way not have one huge push on our physical health, but then our mental health and our social health suffers because then it's unbalanced. So one, the, the ones, ones we're working on one, but then the other two are going to suffer. We need to have an equal balance. Okay? And we can do this by ensuring we do activities that benefit all three areas. Okay? 
to. We need to make sure that we're doing activities that are going to help our mental, physical and social health. So I go to running club. Okay, that improves my physical health. That improves my social health. And that also improves my, uh, my mental health as well. Because physically I'm running, so I'm doing some cardiovascular work. Okay, and then we know that through doing exercise, uh, it releases endorphins. So it makes us feel good mentally, feelings, emotions. And I'm also with like-minded people as well. So socially I get to talk to like-minded people. So my social health is is being improved as well. But to help you, you can ask yourself some of these sort of questions. So let's start with physical health. So you could say to yourself, do I get seven to nine hours of sleep each night? Are you disciplined with your sleep? Another question you could ask is, do you eat a well-balanced diet, which includes a healthy breakfast? Do I keep my body, teeth and hair clean on a daily basis? Do I do at least 30 minutes of physical activity every day? That's for our physical health, some of those questions you could ask yourself. Write those questions down, have a think. Do you get seven to nine hours of sleep a day? How balanced is your diet? Do you have a good hygiene routine? And do you do at least 30 minutes of physical activity every day? And that could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be jogging. It could be walking. It could be gardening. It could be cleaning. That all counts as physical activity. And I'll then talk about this a little bit more when we talk about this second part of our series and we talk about the term fitness. I'll go into that in a little bit more in the next episode. For your mental health, do you generally feel good about yourself and accept who you are? Write these questions down as well. Do you, f- do you feel good about yourself? And do you accept yourself as you are? Can you express your feelings clearly and calmly, even when angry or sad? Do you have at least one activity that you enjoy doing by yourself? Do you have an awareness of your thoughts, emotions and behaviours? Are you aware of them? Can you identify them when they come, come out? Do you like to learn, think about new things and develop new skills? Self-development is such an important thing. Never settle, never think you know everything because you don't. And you never will. There's always more to learn. There is so much knowledge out there to gain. So self-development is such an important part of our mental health because as we saw, when learning new skills, it increases our confidence, our self-confidence about ourselves. So there are some of the questions to ask about your mental health. How good are you expressing your feelings clearly and calmly? Just re- I'm just recapping here again if you haven't got them down. Do you have at least one activity that you can escape and enjoy do by yourself? Because alone time is important. Because being around people is draining. It's important to be around people, but it's also important to spend time with yourself and learn about yourself. And do you like to learn? Do you like to think about new things? And do you like to develop new skills, self-development, are you a self-developer or have you settled? And then lastly, social health, some of the questions you can ask about your social health to help you balance out your health triangle. Do you have at least one close friend that you can keep in contact with regularly? So when you are feeling down, you can always rely and talk to them. Do you show respect and care for your family and friends? Do you treat them as you would like to be treated yourself? Are you a good listener? 
and able to communicate clearly with others? Or do you like just to talk? It's important to be a good listener as well. We've got two ears and one mouth, which means we do more listening and less talking because the more listening we actually learn from other people. Do you get support from others when you need it? Or are you one that bottles it up and tries to deal with it yourself? Do you say no if people ask you to do something that you feel uncomfortable with? How good are you at saying no? Maybe at work, when the boss tries to load you up. Oh, do you mind doing that job? Or at school, can you do that? Or in life, or can you do this activity at this time? Can you say no or are you just a yes person? And before you know it, you've loaded yourself up and overwhelmed yourself. Okay, so there's some questions to ask you there. So some ways that you can maintain physical health is through your nutrition and diet, number one. This is just to recap now what we've talked through. Maintaining our physical health through eating a balanced diet. Making sure you're drinking enough. Our body's made of 75 to 80% water, so you've got to stay hydrated. I have an episode on hydration that you can listen to, so please do go and listen to that to learn all about uh, hydration are you exercising enough are you getting 30 minutes of exercise a day and are you sleeping enough all these factors will help you maintain your physical health to maintain mental health practice self-care have a self-care routine and i had a great episode actually with a founder of a business called holy me who's all about our self-care so go and check that episode out she's got some great products that will help develop and maybe help start a self-care routine for you. So you're looking after yourself. Practice mindfulness. There's lots of different apps out there you can use. Or you can even go onto YouTube and just type in mindfulness. I'm sure there's some free videos that you can watch to educate yourself. Again, self-development. Physical activity. Okay, we know that through physical exercise, that relieves endorphins, which makes us feel better mentally about ourselves. And then having a good support network, that's really important to have a good support network as well. All these factors will help maintain your physical health. And lastly, social health, social events and volunteering as well. If you've got a passion, go and volunteer somewhere. Okay, go and find something to go and volunteer at or do something. So I volunteer at a local youth, youth group on a Tuesday. Okay. So that is the term health. I'll leave it there. I hope that's helpful. Any questions, please do get in contact with me and I'll be more than happy to assist uh, and, and, and answer any questions uh, that you do have based on that episode there. But that's it for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. Uh, and the next part, um, we will then look at the term fitness and what fitness means uh, in more detail. But thank you very much for taking the time to listen. As I said, please share this episode with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. It'd mean a lot to me. Um, and the next episode coming out will be uh, our, my message of encouragement for this month, which I'm really excited about. So stay tuned for that. Um, but until then, look after yourself. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>